Hey, good morning, everyone. Way Out Devotional. Listen, real quick, I want to get in here, continue on with this series. Uh, I started off yesterday called Stop, Look, and Examine, in which that's true. I'm talking about the seven churches in Revelation, the letter from Jesus to the seven churches, which actuality is, uh, is to seven specific churches, but those churches are relevant to us today, and not just so much the church, the building or anything, but us. The body of Christ is church, and so we are the ones who are to read this and to examine ourselves. We are to stop look and examine ourselves before we move on to this next season. But I decided to change it up this morning. I wanted to um, not call it Stop Looking Examine, but I want to call this series The Invitation. Why? Because I believe the Lord is truly this year trying to send out an invitation to come and sit at His table, an invitation to come and drink from His living water, an invitation to come and taste and see that He is good. Because here's the thing about it, the whole book of Revelation from the beginning, where uh, John has the revelation and Jesus first reveals himself to him, all the way to the end, man, the Lord is inviting us to him. Even in the seven churches right here, yes, there's rebukes, yes, there's corrections, there's encouragements and all that, but it's not to make anybody feel less than, it's not to make anybody feel like you're not good enough. Any correction, any discipline from the Lord is not to push you away from the Lord, but to invite you into his presence, to invite you into the love he has for you, to invite you into the goodness and the kindness that God has created you to receive in his presence. It's an invitation. And so yesterday I talked about the church of Ephesus where we have fallen from our first love. We have been doing good things and works and all this stuff, but we've just kind of fallen from our first love and, and no longer relied on him but ourselves. And so it was an invitation to go and fall back in love with Jesus again. Which I need that, man. I need that. I need a daily search for myself on that. It's a daily invitation. Well, today we're in the church of Smyrna. And uh, I want to read it real quick and then I'm going to break it down. I'm going to try to make it out uh, quickly. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Smyrna. This is the message from the one who is the first and the last who was dead but is now alive. I know about your suffering and your poverty, but you are rich. I know the blasphemy of those opposing you. They say there are Jews, but they are not because of their synagogue belongs to Satan. Don't be afraid uh, of what you are about to suffer. The devil will throw some of you in a prison and will test you. You will suffer for 10 days. But if you remain faithful, even through facing death, I will give you the crown of life. Anyone with ears must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Whoever is victorious will not be harmed by the second death. Okay, I say all that to say this. Real quick, to the church of Smyrna, he doesn't really give a correction and a rebuke. But he does give um, some instructions. He does give some, um, uh, he, uh, like, let's do this. What is it? See, this church right here, they're going through severe suffering and persecution. I like the very first part right here, how Jesus describes himself to this church. He says that I am the one who was the first and the last who was uh, dead but now alive. In other words, he is letting the people know that I'm the first and the last. In other words, what you're going, because when we're in suffering, the hardest thing is the unknown. We don't know what's going to come next. We don't know how we're going to get out of this. We don't know, and the fear of the unknown or facing the unknown can cause us to be paralyzed or cause us to back up or cause us to fall down. But Jesus right here is telling his church, he says, listen, I am the first and the last. In other words, I was at the beginning of this suffering before it ever happened. 
done and I'll be at the end of it. I know the ending result. Continue to walk this thing out. And so sometimes we need to understand that God knows all things. Even though we don't feel it right now, even though it may look hard right now, God knows. That matter of fact, verse 9, the very first next one, it says, I know about your suffering and your poverty. See, right now, going into 2024, there are so many people that are suffering. Man, there's so many people that have lost loved ones, man, that are going through uh, marriage problems, that's, that's facing difficulties and all these other different things. My encouragement and the encouragement from Jesus Christ right here to the church of Smyrna is don't let this cause you to run from Jesus, but let it be an invitation to run to Jesus because he knows. He knows your poverty. He knows your suffering you're going through right now. But he says this. He says, but you are rich. What are we rich in? If we, if we got poverty and suffering, we're rich in the blessings of Christ, the promises of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the peace of the Lord, man, that surpasses all understanding. Now that is true riches. And he says, I know what's going on around you. I know the blasphemies. I know people's coming against you. All these other different things. And here's the thing about it. Jesus even said it himself in John. He says, in this world, you will have trouble. It's not if, it's not any of this, it's when. You're going to face trials, you're going to face troubles, you're going to face sufferings. He says, but take heart, I've overcome this world. James even tells us, he says, consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, when you face trials or sufferings of many kinds. Because it's the testing in your face that produces perseverance. So he's sitting right here saying that you're going through things or you're going to go through things. It's, a, it's inevitable. He says, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of what you're about to suffer. In other words, he says, I already know the outcome and there's something greater on the other side. He says, don't be alarmed. Don't be afraid of it. Persevere in it. He says, you will suffer for 10 days. So you need to understand what you're going through right now. Two things. One, it could always be worse. And then two, this too shall pass. Understand that what you're going through will pass. It's not going to be all of it. See, we see a season in our life and we feel like this is how it's always going to be. No, you got to understand it's a season and seasons change. This too will pass. And he says this, but if you remain faithful. See, he's giving you the option, putting the ball in your court. You can either remain faithful or not remain faithful. He says, but if you remain faithful, he says, even facing death, I will give you the crown of life. He says, man, Galatians 6, 9, don't grow weary in doing good because in a due season, you'll reap a harvest if you do not give up. See, the greatest thing the enemy wants you to receive from him is that God's not good. You're going through this suffering. Why would God allow this? Now, don't get me wrong. It's okay to question. It's okay to give that. Take that mask off and 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 pour out all that to Jesus. That's His invitation. You know, come to me. He says, asking God why all these other different things. David did it. God, how long will I be like this? How long will you allow my enemies to come against me? And no matter what he was saying, at the end of every psalm, we, even when he was questioning, he still, yeah, I will still trust you. And that's the thing you got to understand in your suffering, in, in the situations, in the trials, in the situations you're going through in this year, whatever the case may be, do not, I repeat, do not let it take away the revelation that God is good. Even in the midst of your hardships, guess what? God's still good. And God will remain good. God will remain the same God and will continue to move you through this. Man, we are not guaranteed not to go through sufferings, but we are guaranteed to have one help carry us through those sufferings. And he says, anyone with ears must listen to the Spirit. Man, Jesus is given an invitation today. Not to run from your problems, but allow your problems to run you to Jesus. The true 
pioneer and perfecter of your faith. Let him who understands what you're going through help carry you through it. So this is a, uh, the letter to the church of Smyrna. Man, keep persevering even in the midst of suffering. And above all else, remember, God is good. Y'all have a blessed day.